0: The city is still alive here. Aguero! Welcome everyone to the Turf Football Podcast. Turf Football is a digital platform that covers all aspects of football. We have a team of graphic designers, writers, editors, analysts and video editors from all parts of the world. Follow us on our social media if you haven't already. Link is in the description. And we also have a fantasy Premier League So you can follow us on our social media for more information on that.
1: Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Turf Football Podcast. With Champions League coming close in three days, we'll be discussing and predicting what we think are our picks for winning the round of 16 matches as well as our picks to win the entire Champions League as well. We'll be looking at team structure, uh, team news, formations recent performances to kind of get an idea and predict whatever we believe is the team that is going to win it all so we'll just be starting straight into it and let's just discuss about the first match manchester city and real madrid it's definitely going to be an exciting one seeing as previously manchester city pulled this one out of their hat and got to a 2-1 score after being down 1-0 and it is definitely an interesting matchup because Real Madrid are looking sharp this season.
2: All right. So talking about the Madrid City fixture, it definitely is the biggest fixture, biggest fixture that is uh, coming to us in round of 16. Uh, so in my opinion, City definitely are the favourites here. Uh, Madrid are a goal down. They are without their captain and leader Sergio Ramos as well as Kevin De Bruyne is in the form of his life. Uh, City are uh, City are definitely missing Aguero, but uh, I don't think so that anybody would say that Madrid, Madrid would go in this fixture as the favourite.
0: So, as Tushar said, definitely Man City is the favourite as they do have a one-goal advantage. But I genuinely feel that uh, Real Madrid could, uh, could get this game over Man City because first of all, Sergio Aguero is not there for Manchester City. And uh, towards, after the restart, uh, Real Madrid has been in really good form. I mean, they, they, they've they had a habit of getting themselves over the line, just over the line. And uh, I genuinely feel that the, the midfield is where the game will be played at.
1: And I think Real Madrid is going to go through. I feel like that's going to be a different story, just because of the fact that in defence, uh. Manchester City are now going to have Laporte back and it's going to be a massive defensive overhaul because uh, They've been performing so well defensively even without the addition of Laporte and with the starter back in the defensive side uh, I think that's going to play a big part in defending goals, especially considering that uh, Madrid have to score at least two goals to actually go on to the quarterfinals Only one goal would not result in their victory i think that uh, city might be the favorites but real madrid
3: will surely find a way through as they might be without their captain sergio ramos but they they have a lot of world class players in their squad and even in their bench so they will surely make it through but that as abhay said they at least need to score two goals to at least do something or the uh, even for a penalty shootout so for extra time procedure, they need to score two. And that is quite possible because it's Real Madrid, 3 times champion. City might be the favourite, but Real will go through. That's my opinion.
1: Exactly. And, right. and, so- but on that point, talking about world-class players, Hazard still has his ankle 50% injured. So he's not going to be playing on his full. Plus, uh, Real Madrid are missing uh, their uh, starting left-back, Mendy, due to suspension as well. So that's going... To also play a big part in kind of countering yeah. the wings of uh, Mahrez and Walker. Alright, uh, Mondi. <laughs> yes, because All Mendy right. is referring to the oh, Manchester I City guess, left uh, when,
2: back. And yeah. Aaron mentioned world-class players. I don't think so that he considered Eden Hazard there. I think he meant the likes of Cruz. Yes, Mordes, absolutely. Arthelero,
3: Vinicius <laughs> Junior Benjiro. over Eden Hazard.
2: Uh, that's right. Uh, Vinicius Jr. has definitely been in great form after the restart. Also, talking about how Real Madrid has to score at least two goals, I think that it is going to be really difficult for them because even though Real Madrid have been in great form after the break, they have still found it difficult to score goals. They have won five of their matches with uh, by scoring just one single goal. And the only consistent goal scorers for Real Madrid have been Karim Benzema and Sergio Ramos, one of whom is missing. So all the goal scoring uh, responsibility will be on Karim Benzema. Although Asensio has come back into the squad and he has uh, actually chipped in a lot of goals. Uh, but I still find it really difficult to believe that Madrid can go through in this picture.
0: You know, I genuinely feel that this type of situation is where Real Madrid thrives. Because th- these type of situations is where... Big teams turn up and I think uh, after, this is what I've seen after the restart that Real Madrid were behind and they came back and they won the league when people were expecting Barcelona to do it. So I feel and moreover due to the there are no fans available so I don't really think that uh, that there is a bit of a psychology, psychological edge as far as the home and away thing is concerned. So I believe that uh, Real Madrid has a far stronger mentality. Uh, Manchester City have not really had that great of a season. They've been lagging behind Liverpool and just, just they. I don't like Liverpool. But still, Manchester City have been worse than Liverpool. So, I genuinely believe that Real Madrid have the mentality to score two goals and go through.
1: Yeah, but, but talking about the fan situation, it's, it's very clearly that Manchester City has an advantage there. Because they've always pretty much played with stadiums. Empty, empty stadium. Yeah, they've, they've never truly had any good fans or like any fans to speak thereof. So, uh, yeah, I, but but I think we can all kind of agree to the fact that Manchester City are definitely looking to take this one and proceed to the uh quarterfinals, no matter how much Real Madrid fans believe that and they wish for a win. Uh, I I, I certainly think that Manchester City are the favorites to win this, and they'll be my prediction.
2: Alright, so I think that we can get a final score from everybody on this fixture. What do you think the final score will be, Abhay?
1: I think it's going to be a uh, 1-all. Arjan?
2: It's
3: going to be 3-1 Madrid. Punch, 4-1 for Real Madrid. Thanks
0: Wansh.
2: Right. And I believe that the final 2-3. score is going to be on the lines of a 1-0 for Real Madrid. Uh, that is something that I find highly likely to happen. Yeah, right. so moving on to the most next of fixture. Their
1: performances were one nil even in the league exactly yeah
2: right. so, so moving on to the next fixture i think we can now talk about juventus versus leon so let's get your views
1: uh, yeah. i think it's pretty obvious dibala has been in phenomenal form um, after the restart and him and ronaldo have really been linking up really well especially in the serie a and i, I don't think leon has been that good and it's just a 1-0 lead. I, I feel like Juventus can definitely overcome it. E- even though uh, they Douglas Costa, one of their main wingers, is injured. I, I just feel like Juventus has the upper hand by quite a margin in this manner. Like a 1-0 lead It is definitely not something that puts them at a disadvantage.
3: I think that a 1-0 lead is quite less. But the form that Juventus are in, they have, I think, lost last three of their league matches. And that too, before leading in front and then sco- conceding four or sometimes three. They even lost to Milan, something like that. And in the end, Roma, in which they said they were playing a under 23 squad, but still it matters. So I think this will be a tough fixture for both UA, UA and Leon, but UA might come through. I think so. Uh,
0: exactly. I don't, I don't really see UA uh, coming back in this fixture because. From my experience with Maurizio Sarri at Chelsea, I've seen that Maurizio Sarri is not a man with a strong mentality. He he loves to whine a lot and we can see from that Roma game, Sarri has already started whining about the fixtures. He's complaining a lot and he genuinely, I, from the way Juventus have been playing, yes, they won the league title. But I think the situation at, at Liverpool and Juventus has been pretty much the same. All the other teams have been absolutely crap. And it's just a matter of luck that Juventus won the league. But and it's clear that Juventus is not the team it was like I can say last season or at the beginning of the season. They're struggling, and uh Leon is a side that knows how to get results. They know how to do business in football, they know how to defend. So I I genuinely ju- ju- see a draw or a win for Leon here.
2: Uh, I think what? I'm on the same lines with Aryan and Banshare. I too believe that Juventus, it would it is highly unlikely that Juventus will be able to turn this around. Oh considering their recent form which has been piss-poor. Also, we should uh, actually mention that, uh, how good Leon has been in cup fixtures. Uh, they almost took PSG to the brink, They uh, like PSG scored in extra time and Leon had a really great ch- chance to win that fixture only if Navas had not made those saves. So if they can give that much of a challenge to a team like PSG, I don't think so that Juventus stands a chance to overturn this one.
1: I think we are all completely underestimating how much heart Ronaldo puts into the game and how how big of a difference he can make on the actual Champions League stage. We have seen it with Real Madrid and it's just, it's just phenomenal the things he can do, especially with facts like Sari not possibly being in the best mentality. I think Ronaldo just being on the pitch itself is a huge boost to any Juventus player because That kind of a veteran player in that good of a form. I I feel like that's a scary thing for any side to face. And a 1-0 deficit to Juventus is, again, as I said, something I wouldn't even consider a disadvantage. I I really feel like against Lyon, they're they're definitely going to overcome. And my prediction for the match would go 3-0 Juventus.
2: I think, yes, Uh, uh, Ronaldo... Is He is definitely the greatest Champions League player of all time, but as great as he is, he also has his limitations. So if he is not getting any support from the Juventus midfielders or Juventus playmakers, then there is only so much that Ronaldo can do, right? Because Ronaldo has literally been on his own the entire season. He has created his own goals, scored his own goals, so I don't think so that even.. Cristiano Ronaldo's the superhuman can turn this one around for you. I
1: can't believe and you've done my,
2: that. And the final prediction uh, that I would like to give would be a nil-nil draw for both uh, the teams.
1: I agree with Tushar
3: that Ronaldo on his own can't completely overturn this tie because in that last season Atletico 2-0 draw, Bernard Eschi turned up in the second game and provided assist to Ronaldo which he in turn headed in. So at least Ronaldo requires some support and some... Quality play from his other teammates, which isn't there at Juventus, especially in the midfield with the likes of Bernard Eschi, DiBala, Douglas Costa, etc. So, yeah, I think that Juve might come through on. I think extra. Uh, well, I think extra time of scoring too. But this will be a tough tie for them. I see Leon going through. I
0: mean, I don't. I don't see Juventus coming back into this unless their so-called MVP Paolo DiBala does something. I don't understand how he became the MVP though, because Cristiano Ronaldo has been doing things by himself for the club. Maurizio Sarri has not done much. Paulo Dybala has not done much. It's been, it's all been Ronaldo, and Ronaldo would have probably been ahead in the Golden Boot race if, if he had support from his teams, which he doesn't. So I, do, and plus it's about mentality, and I, I don't see Juventus as a team with strong mentality. I think they're they're done, and I'm pretty sure Sarri is about to be sacked.
1: So my prediction is nil nil. That, that's a pretty uh, controversial topic and a conversation on its own, but I must say I disagree with every part of that conversation, especially uh, blatantly ignoring how goated Diwala is. But we'll be moving on to, you know, the next fixture because we've kind of covered everything in this fixture. <coughs> and uh, the next fixture is, of course, uh, Bayern Munich versus Chelsea. Chelsea with a 3 nil deficit to overcome on their on an away stadium. Yeah, I just I just personally don't see it happening. It's it's too big of a hill to climb. I
3: think that Chelsea just should be focused on saving their name in that tie and not conceding another four or three goals. So just it's a namesaver game for Chelsea.
1: Yeah, I mean I mean after losing to Arsenal we don't want to turn into Arsenal. That 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 is <laughs> that is pretty true. You know, as much
0: as I hate saying this, Chelsea is probably done. And I don't see Chelsea even scoring a goal in this tie because Bayern Munich is in, a form, is in the form of their lives. Attacking-wise, defensive-wise, Chelsea will be outdone. Plus, Chelsea is struggling with injuries at the moment. Uh, Cesar Azpilicueta, top 5 fullbacks in the world. He's obviously injured ah. right now. So, Chelsea won't have him. Chelsea won't have Christian Pulisic. Chelsea won't have the goated Pedro. Chelsea won't have Willian, who is obviously on his way to Arsenal. Uh, apparently the greatest club in the world, whatever. So, I don't see it happening. I don't think Chelsea will be even be able to score a goal in the fixture.
2: Exactly. Uh, as Vench said, they don't have Aspelikota, they don't have Pulisic, they don't have William. Three of their uh, most key players in this season. Uh, moreover, Bayern, uh, they, are, they have just been sensational this season and they are my favourites to win the competition actually. So, definitely, I, do, I don't think so that Chelsea would sco- be able to score a single goal. And I'm pretty sure that Bayern are at least netting in four.
1: Yeah, but but I, I, I must say this. I, I think with the kind of the heart that Chelsea has played with the last couple of matches after restart. anyone is like their game against Ajax, which went four all. And which was possibly a comeback as well, five four. Uh, with the Aspi goal disallowed for some stupid reason. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, for not some stupid reason, for VAR, which we also actually discussed in the first episode of our podcast, if you want to have a listen to that and just understand why what our thoughts are about VAR. But 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 I think this is, this is going to be one of the very exciting matches if Chelsea do manage to get one goal into the game. They'll be going at it with a lot of their heart and everything on their line. I think it's definitely one fixture yeah. to look out for.
0: Yeah, Chelsea have never been considered like favourites in possibly any knockout fixture in UCL. So I definitely feel that here also it's a game of mentality.
1: So I, I I'd say I think we can now kind of say it's it's a bland sport in this way that they're already facing a three nil deficit. Uh, my prediction for the game would be uh, I'd say one nil to Bayern. Uh, but in my heart, I believe it will be four four nil to Chelsea.
2: I believe that the difference in quality of the both, si- both sides is that big that yeah. even Chelsea with all their heart cannot uh, like completely cover that margin. So, I am going with a 4-0 for Bayern in this fixture.
3: I will go with a 4-1 to Chelsea. Just for the Chelsea fans. And But Bayern wins on away goals. <laughs> Chelsea played with heart. <laughs> so, that's my
0: prediction. My prediction is a complete... Two nil to Bayern, but I
1: I genuinely hope I really hope that I'm proved wrong.
3: Yeah, it will be four <laughs> nil. <laughs> All
1: right. Then moving on to the last fixture in the round of sixteen, which is Barcelona and Napoli. Uh, a one-one draw. Uh, The first leg. Where do we stand in the second leg?
2: All right. So I think that this one is as clean as Bayern versus Chelsea because uh, the match is first of all on Camp Nou. Bayern have not lost in the Camp Nou since forever. Keeping in mind that there won't be any fans, uh, Camp Nou still is a very big advantage for Barcelona. Moreover, Barcelona have been uh, like recovering their form in the recent matches. I think. Also, Messi has been uh, as great as he has always been. I don't think so that Napoli has a, a chance really in this structure
0: I think yeah. I have to agree with Tushar there. I genuinely, uh, I don't think Bar- Barca at this point of time is a team with a strong mentality. I think they are a team that is genuinely dependent on just one player. And if Messi has a bad day at the office, uh, Barcelona is done. Moreover, it's Barcelona, right? It's Barcelona in UEFA Champions League. They're on. The, it's 1-1 aggregate. And I think if one team can bottle it, I think it's Barcelona. I don't think that any other team can bottle this. I think it's Barcelona. Barcelona is gonna bottle it, and Napoli win will crush Barcelona in the return
1: leg. You know, like one said, I'd honestly bet against Barcelona if they had the lead. But going into second leg on a draw in Camp Nou, I just I, I don't see Barcelona losing to Napoli, who who hasn't actually. One against a big team even in Syria after the restart. So I think it's, it's going to be a big ask for Napoli to go up against the likes of Barcelona and actually beating them at Camp Nou.
3: I think it will be an easy win for Barcelona because they are Barcelona with Lionel Messi as best as he can be. So it's an easy win for Barcelona. Napoli can provide some kind of problems for them but I think Barcelona can easily handle this fixture.
2: Agreed. Okay. So, yep. I don't think so that we need much discussion on this. Uh, just because the match is on Camp Nou, I am giving the advantage to Barcelona. So, my like uh, uh, prediction for this fixture would be a 2-0 for Barcelona. It's yeah. a 1-0 to Napoli
1: for me. I think I'd go along the same lines and I, I, I'd go 2-0 to Barcelona.
3: I think I'll go with a 3-1 to Barcelona. Not to go with everyone else.
1: <laughs> smart. smart smart you know if it turns out well you're the god yeah but i think moving on uh, what we should really focus on is now the quarterfinals and um, how those are going to be shaping up especially leading into the semis because we, we've seen uh, a couple of interesting round of 16 matches wherein teams like leipzig have uh, upset uh spurs who were who were going into the match at least were considered uh, Favorites, uh, so I think Leipzig and uh, Atlanta is going to be an interesting matchup, to say the least. And then uh, PSG and Atletico Madrid as well.
2: Yes, so the two fixtures in the other table of the pool, which is Atlanta versus PSG and Leipzig versus Atletico, those I think are fairly clear. So Atletico are definitely not losing to Leipzig, especially now that they are without Timo Werner. Uh, so Atletico Madrid have been in great form since the reset and they are definitely going through to the semis. The other fixture can be a bit close because uh, PSG are without Kylian Mbappe uh, and and Angel Di Maria for the uh, round of uh, for the quarterfinals. Uh, but I think that having the firepower of Neymar and Icardi would be enough for them to uh, uh, take uh, this win away from Atlanta. Uh,
0: so Mbappe is injured. Di Maria is not playing, and from Recent reports, Verati is also not playing. So that makes it two of the leading front men won't play, and one of the midfield metronomes won't be playing either. Plus, the fact that PSG have been bottling in the UCL regularly. I mean, I don't think that you that I think it'll be a really close match. And considering the way that Atlanta have been playing, I genuinely feel that Atlanta are going to go through in that fixture. Plus, Leipzig uh, is done, Timo Werner is out, and Leipzig won't be going through.
3: I agree with Uh, Vansh on the fact that Atlanta will go through because as their season has been, they have scored more than 100 goals in Serie A which is considered in one of the best defensive leagues in the world. But as we know that Atlanta and PSG and PSG are a good team with world-class talents in their squad but Atlanta play with their all heart and spirit. So I think Atlanta can be the favourites to go through but PSG are a world-class team and they'll provide them with a the fight. So I think it can be an even tie with the winner kind of undecided.
1: Yeah, but I, I, I think uh, in that event, I I, I I say PSG has the edge over Atlanta just because of the confidence that you know Neymar plays with and, and the skill that he has and what he delivers to the team itself. Even going into the Dortmund tie, uh, a goal down. He just played it very confidently and rose to the occasion, got his team through. I think that's the same thing that's going to happen in uh, quarters and I, and I believe PSG will edge Atlanta out. Uh, speaking of the other fixture, I really think we shouldn't count out Leipzig just because Sabitzer and Fosberg uh, have just been so phenomenal throughout the season that you, they've just been constantly performing and and I think that's a that's going to be a good play uh, in the match. However, I do believe that Atletico are the better team and the favourites going into the match.
2: Uh, So Exactly. Neymar is like a big match player. He always rises up to the occasion whenever his team calls him. And moreover, he has not played uh, in the knockouts of the UCL for the last two seasons. We should remember that. And because of that absence, his team has been knocked out. This time, when he has the opportunity to take his team uh, to the next level, I definitely think that Neymar will deliver. So, yeah, so the predictions for the two fixtures would be for me a 1 0 to Atletico against Leipzig and a good 3 1 for PSG against uh, Atlanta. Yep, I uh, think
1: I'm going to predict something on the same lines. Uh, I think I, I'll say 2 1 Atletico and a 3 uh, 0 PSG. Yeah, I see a 3 2 PSG and 1 0 at Atletico.
3: I agree with the fact that Atletico's game will be a low scoring one so I'll say 1-0 or a 2-0 to Atletico and Atlanta versus PSG I can say a 3-2 or a 3-1 to PSG.
1: That makes sense. Uh, you know coming to the next bracket uh seeing if we if were to look at our favourites going into the semi-finals considering round of 16 has happened uh, we'd be looking at um, possibly Manchester City and Juventus playing and Bayern and Barcelona uh, I think both of those fixtures are absolutely a delight to watch in either case and it is going to be a beautiful game to see however I do believe that just because Ronaldo is there in Juventus I'm going to give the edge to Juventus against Manchester City and in the case of Bayern and Barca, I just believe like Lewandowski being in form. Barcelona not really performing with as much spirit and heart as you'd want. Losing the league as well, you know, coming off that defeat, I, I think it's going to be difficult for them to beat uh, Bayern. However, history does prove uh, somewhat of consolation for Barcelona as they have historically beaten Bayern, and I think it's going to be an interesting fixture, but. I believe like Bayern will come out on top. Uh,
2: so yeah, so I think that talking about what will happen in the quarterfinals, uh, about uh, uh, discussing the fixtures in detail would be too early for us I think right now. But I do believe that from this bracket, it is definitely no matter which team goes to the uh, quarters or to the semis, Bayern is definitely the one which is going to the finals. So, uh, for me, this bracket is clear. Bayern, is, Bayern Munich is the team which is going to the finals from this bracket, no matter which opposition they, f- they face. Uh,
0: for me, the winner of the Chelsea and Bayern fixture will be winning the UCL. So, probably Bayern. But I genuinely
1: have a gut feeling that uh, Chelsea might be winning the UCL this time. That gut <laughs> feeling is called hopes of being a Chelsea fan. Uh, yeah. There is no other… I, know, I know this is thing,
0: yeah. Do get back to even Chelsea when the UCL. So I'll be the first and probably predicting
3: this. I think that if Madrid make it through this Man City tie, I think they will be in high in spirits and mentality. So they'll be the favourites to go on and win the UCL title because overturning something with a two goal deficit two away goal deficit against Manchester City in their home stadium, which will be empty. So that's not something but like always. It- <laughs> it will make Madrid a little bit more stronger as they're already are the champions. Thirteen times UCL champions. So yeah. Madrid can be the uh, and Bayern on the other side will be from will be the team that's getting promoted from the other bracket. So I think it will be a Madrid and Bayern in finals.
2: I would like to correct RNR. Uh, Madrid and Bayern are actually in the same bracket. So they can't actually meet in the finals. Oh. Uh, yeah. So the highest they can meet is we, in the semi. Sorry.
0: Why are we assuming? Why are we assuming that Bayern will go
1: through?
2: I mean, actually, actually also the so brackets haven't,
1: haven't been decided. Only the uh quarterfinal setups have been decided. No, I don't think the semi-final have
2: been decided as well. Oh, so, semi-finals have
1: yeah, been decided so that, as well. All right, all right. So uh, yeah. that's the same bracket. there. that makes sense.
2: All right. So yeah, I think we are uh, assuming that Bayern will actually move on because, like, come on, they are three in a lead home fixture. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I We have already had that discussion. Let's just move also, on
3: from that. It will be that a fifty-one, forty-nine 49 kind of situation. But Ben, I think, will go through.
2: Actually, I agree with R N R that if, if somehow Madrid manages to overturn the tie against City, then man, they are the favourites here. Because overturning that fixture for a team like Real Madrid, who are like the legends of Champions League, they are definitely like huge as if they somehow managed to <laughs> overturn the game against City. I,
1: I'm, I'm going to disagree with everyone here and I just feel like there's there's been a lot of underestimating Juventus, especially with the likes of Dybala. I, I just really believe like they're going to be playing at their best and they're going to be performing to the absolute 200% and I, I really think they're going to even edge out Bayern in this bracket and reach the finals. I can
3: agree with Abhay on this, but as I said earlier, but Juventus, as a team, has to play together. Not just Cristiano Ronaldo with just a little tap in pass from Dybala or PNH or Douglas Costa. So, that's the thing. UA has to play together as a team and under Sari, that hasn't happened a lot in this season.
2: Right. So, i think that most of us agree that like bayern i guess are the favorites uh, but there are madrid and juventus as well but in the other bracket in the other bracket i think that it is like more of a competition because see in the semifinals like uh, we are going to see psg versus atletico madrid if every prediction of ours uh, actually stays the way it is which is psg and atletico going to the semifinals and that would be a juicy fixture because like the great attack of PSG, which is like ne- ne- Neymar and if Mbappe comes comes back, him, Di Maria and Icardi against like the ball of Diego Simeone, which is Atletico Madrid. So that would be a great fixture to watch, and I think that Atletico Madrid can upset PSG there. They can actually go to their third UCL final there. So yeah, so from this bracket, uh, Atletico Madrid would be the horse I would bet on.
1: Uh, I think it is going to be a very interesting fixture because Atletico's defense has been phenomenal and like them, they've just been playing so well and like it's just going to be a matter of an unstoppable force against an immovable object, if that makes sense. With like the attacking prowess of Neymar and PSG itself, it's just going to be a very interesting fixture to watch. Watch and and, and I genuinely believe that uh, PSG are going to smash Atletico through because. I just feel like PSG haven't been given that opportunity and they're definitely going to perform on the big stage. So I think essentially we can all kind of, we're all kind of having our own personal preferences and uh, predictions. And I think we kind of predict the finals to be uh, Bayern and PSG, but I I, I believe that Juventus is going to win the entire thing. That's just my prediction for it, Uh, probably facing off. PSG in the finals as again is our prediction but uh, I think we'll just go around the table uh, getting everyone's prediction for the uh, winner of the UCL and I I think that's where we're going to wrap it up because we've kind of already delved into quite a lot of specific and yeah I I think we'll just see how everything plays out.
3: So I'll go with uh, a Madrid and a PSG final and hope that Madrid go through.
2: Uh, So, for me, uh, it is going to be a Bayern versus Atletico final and though Bayern are the favourite for me to win this, I think that Atletico has a really good chance to finally get this one. I think that this is finally going to be Diego Simeone's year and Atletico Madrid would get that deserving UCL title.
1: I think that kind of wraps up our predictions for the final and the final winners of the UCL. And I mean... We're probably delving into it too much and going into the specifics, but that is something also unnecessary. I mean, in football, you never know what might happen. One good day is all it takes for a team to upset a favourite. And I think with the UCL, especially it's been very true with comebacks happening almost every season and most of them absolutely nail biters to the end of the time. So I feel like uh, we'll have to See how this season goes, but let's just hope some of our predictions come true so that we can have the you know bragging rights over we did it here first. Mm-hmm. And I think that brings us to the end of this podcast. Uh, we all had a wonderful time, you know, discussing uh, UCL because I think that's one of the most exciting competitions, and we believe uh, that you must have had a good time listening to us as well. Uh, Give us whatever your predictions are in the comment section. Tell us what your views are on our predictions. And I think that wraps it up. Thanks for tuning in.